Faster, everybody. Faster. 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 So, hey, we out here, we getting better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was a quick mishap. Weird. <laughs> we don't have the cap over right now. You know, we can't pop the top of the can. No worries. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Welcome back to the Sip and Speak podcast. This is a retake. <laughs> this is episode six, two-man crew, TJ New Heights. How you doing, my friend? Once again. I'm good. I'm good. You know, the duo is back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In case sir. y'all didn't know, <laughs> Surf got himself a new day job. So yeah, yeah. So they're uh, doing the training and all that for that. Yeah. But he will be back. We can't guarantee you next episode, but he will be back. Yeah, he's definitely not off the show or anything like that. That's for sure. What you sipping on? Uh, I got the uh, Maui Hard Seltzer, uh, the dragon fruit flavor, actually, and it's not that good, but my girl bought them. She left them in the fridge, so I was like, okay, cool, I'll bring a couple of these to the crib then, okay. to do the podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you like to drink if you had to choose, if you had, like your, your drink of choice, so to say? Alcohol-wise or just in general? What's, what's that, alcohol? We'll stick with the, uh, the liquor. Um, honestly, these days, definitely trying to stray away from like shots i don't fuck with shots uh i do like a nice cocktail uh, an espresso martini really hits okay okay and then uh, if i'm just feeling like you know i want to drink with dinner i'll probably say either a really cold beer or a glass of wine i i, I know you asked me like what i prefer to drink i don't know <laughs> i like all three of those. You, yeah but yeah no, a solid cocktail okay a well-crafted cocktail or a nice uh cabernet or uh, a cold beer i fucks with it i don't I, you know coors light it don't matter i like all the beer yeah, definitely, definitely. Do you do you still like say the the lighter liquors or alcohol, so to say? Like, you know, the vodkas. Oh, like that. Uh I don't really have too much of a preference on that. If I had to pick something what I have mostly in the house, I almost always have Tito's. Okay. Shout out to Tito's, American made vodka. But uh I also like whiskey, you know, I'm a big whiskey drinker. The Nika coffee grain whiskey. If you're out there and you like whiskey, Get your hands on that. N-I-K-K-A. One the of the Nika? best whiskeys I've had, at least for its price. It's like a $50 bottle, but okay. it drinks like a $120 whiskey. It's super good. See, I mean, I've had, what is it, Louis the Thirteenth? Mm. Uh, fucking. That's a cognac, no? Or is that a whiskey? No, nah, it's cognac. I, I, I'm mainly going to say that. I feel like sometimes the price chick costs $300 or $50 and tastes exactly the same. Exactly. I've noticed. Exactly. <laughs> so you got to find the deals. The Nika is, is fire. You know, it, it, it's a real good, I think it's like, I don't know if they store it in like coffee grain, like barrels or something, or if they just like make it with coffee grains in there, but the shit is so smooth and good. It, it's crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you like a, uh, like a, a sipper? Like a big ice cube? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got a little hair on my chest, you know. <laughs> Fucks with it. I'm gonna bring some of that over here, actually. I'll bring some of that one of these days. We'll get a get a get a nice pour it out with a big ice cube in it. Let you let you sample that. It's it's good. Yeah, I mean, um, with this with these new jobs, who knows? We might switch like night pods or. Oh yeah. Or or just depending on the schedule. We might have some Louie because we making that that we might be getting the bag yeah, and get some of the Louie up in here. I prefer a nice aged tequila then if we if we're, if we're going oh, yeah? expensive. Oh, what, like I said, I had that? the Louis, but it tasted just like some regular shit. Granted, yeah. I just stuck a straw in there mm-hmm. on some. They'd probably be mad at me at the bar I was working at. Stuck a straw in that bitch, you and know. Just kind of. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> had to, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel that. What's the, the that tequila in the big like ceramic bottle? It's real high end. It's, it looks like a hookah. Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but it's, it's popular. I forget what it's called. Uh, no, that's regular. That's not Casa Azul. That's regular. Is it, that, that might, might be, be one. Casa de Azul? It that, might that be, might that be might it. Be that it. might be it. Because I've had that, and I've had a, a, a tequila that's about maybe half the price, because yeah, yeah, yeah. that shit runs for about 150 right? A bottle? Yeah. I've had this one. It's called uh, Heradura. I can roll the R's out here in case y'all didn't know. <laughs> Heradura Ultra. <laughs> It, it, ultra Añejo, that shit's fire. It comes, it's like a little silver bottle with like a silver horseshoe on it. It's got to be the Ultra though. Yeah, I, I've had the regular, the regular kind. They had it at where I used to work yeah. at. The Ultra though, that shit is crazy. Okay. Again, sixty dollar bottle about, but drinks like a Casa de Azul. How, how was the Azul? Because I mean, that's. I'm assuming it's all hype because of the, how the bottle looks. No yeah. hate. Yeah. You know. I want to drink it right now, but I'm just saying, no, no hate. But <laughs> <laughs> looks like it could be hype a little bit too. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I've I've shot it. I've had it on a a couple of ice cubes. 
and it's good. It drinks well. It's smooth. And I don't. Okay. I typically I'm picky with tequila because I don't really like the taste of it. So it's got to be real smooth for me to actually sit down and drink some. And that that shit's real smooth. It's good. I don't fuck with the Terramana, the Rocks tequila. Oh. Shout out Dwayne Johnson, but your tequila ain't that ain't that good, bro. I mean, a lot of them just attach their name to a to a brand and hope that it's legit. Hope it sells. I think Kendall Jenner did the same shit, and people. Oh, just, hey, hers is not bad though. Oh, eight, people I think it's fucking, called eight one eight. I have no clue, but I know there was a big controversy about oh, you know, appropriating blah 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 mm-hmm. blah blah blah. But okay, I mean, if it's legit, it's legit. Yeah, it's not bad. Her, yeah, I, I think because my girl, she was like, oh my god, that's that's tequila. I was like, who, <laughs> who is that? But we tried it. It was pretty good. Um, George Clooney has a. I think he has one too. His he's he's his super calm. Casamigos. Casamigos. That's just huge, huge yeah. brand. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what pushed him to the billionaire mark or what's yeah. going to bring him there. Absolutely, yeah, because it, it's crazy. And people drinking it, but it's actually pretty good. So. Hey, the sip and speak shit coming out soon, too. Don't worry about that. You, know, you got a little distillery. Yeah, yeah, I better relax. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a little sip, a little speak. Hey, I might start brewing it myself. <laughs> Is that... <laughs> watch out. Um, I'm sipping on Corona Extra, everybody. We had these in the fridge a couple podcasts ago. Just got to finish them off, you know? Yeah, I said it earlier on the the take we're not using, but always show up to somebody else's house with something, especially if they're taking care of you. You know what I'm saying? Diddy, um, I think saw so, De Leon. We had it at my old bar. That's his season. tequila? With the D, yeah, that's, I'm pretty sure it's his. That's pretty good. That was pretty good. So I got a funny story about some De Leon. Okay, okay. All right, I got a funny story about this. Indulge, so, indulge. I came home around 11 a.m. to my house, and uh, my my roommate... And my neighbor, my neighbor's an older gentleman, uh, really, really cool dude. Shout outs to Gary. Uh, he was out there talking to my, my roommate about his truck because he, he was having some issues. And Gary was like, oh, yeah, you know, you probably just got to do this, this, and this, kind of working on the car. And I pulled up and Gary was like, yo, hey, what's up, Taylor? How you doing? Right? So we're talking for a minute. And he's chatting with us. And he's about to move out of the house. And he, he, he thanked us for letting us. Uh, we let him use, like, a cooler and shit to store his stuff. Okay, dope. Shouts, y'all. Yeah, he's cool, cool. <laughs> and um, he was like, hey. He was just talking about alcohol because he was carrying a beer, and it was 11 a.m., mind you. So my man was already – he had a, a goal in mind, right? And, uh, and Sounds his, like he's off. Yeah, he was probably <laughs> off. Uh, he, he, so he was like, hey, I got this really uh, – he gave us a bunch of whiskey. And he said, I didn't give you guys tequila because that's my drink of choice. And he was like, oh, I got this De Leon. That's my favorite tequila. I recommended a tequila to him. He was like, eh, you guys want to try it? But like I mean I yeah sure I guess why not it right? was dope like a Harry yeah. Potter kind of bottle and shit exactly so he came out with the Deleon real nice bottle shout out to Diddy it looks good and he was like oh you guys got shot glasses I'm moving I don't have any glasses so I grabbed some glasses he's like hey let me cut some oranges <laughs> so Gary went inside to cut some oranges he came out with nine orange slices and there was only three of us here so he definitely had a, a goal in mind <laughs> he was like oh. We about to take three shots. I was like, the math. I'm yeah. Like, hey, I was right, like, right. Uh, you could have cut three oranges, sir, but you cut it nine. <laughs> so we pour, we pour the shots. We take it. Two minutes later in the conversation, he was like, oh, you guys want another one? I, mean, I haven't I had guess. six more oranges left, you know? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I've been shit. Okay, I guess. And these are four shots, right? And he was like, well, I mean, we have we might as well finish the oranges. Oh, I Can't let the orange go to waste. Yeah, <laughs> right? So we take the last shot. So that's three, right? And then... We're sitting outside talking some more because I don't have to work. Neither does my roommate. And we're just chatting. And he's like, ah, you guys want another shot? We're just like, fucked up early. Fucked up early. Fucked up early. So we take another one. And by this point, I am, you know, I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. Right? I'm, I'm a pretty small dude. I didn't really eat nothing that I'd day. I toasted already. And so long story short, we end up grabbing lawn chairs, sitting down, and finishing the bottle of tequila before, I would say before 1245. Woo. So we got, I was fucked that nap, up. That nap must have took us to been crazy, <laughs> crazy. bro. Crazy. I definitely, <laughs> I walked to the house and my girl had come home in the middle of us outside because she was texting me and then she called me. She's like, are you okay? Like, you know, you, you normally like will reply within like an hour yeah, at least. Like- <laughs> and I was like, nah, I'm outside talking to Gary. She pulls up, sees us talking. I had go in the house to, I was like, shit, I got to pee. Oh, no, I peed. And she was like, are you okay? And I was like, bro, I'm fucked up right now. I was like, I have fucked up. Gary got me fucked up. And then because it was hot outside. He had Stumbling, three. Just boom, boom. <laughs> he had boom. three Voodoo Ranger IPAs left. Ooh, fucking. With the the nine percent joints, he brought those outside. He's like, "Oh, these are my last beers in the fridge. You guys want one?" I was like, "Well, I guess I'm already fucked up, Gary. I might as well drink your nine percent beer right? too." Yeah, the big. The, the, the yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Oh. Yes, yeah, so I was sauced. Oh, I fucked up. Shout out to Deleon. 
Shout out to Gary <laughs> for getting me fucked up at a pretty much 11 a.m. in the morning. It's always nice to have a good, uh, a good fuck up like uh, getting fucked up like that in the morning, so to say. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Honestly, I, I don't regret it because he'll probably never forget that. Having some young ass neighbors, we didn't ever make noise or anything, but he definitely got us fucked up one day. You know what I'm saying? You never forget that kind of thing. Like, my old neighbors. He, he walked away like, I got them young niggas. Yeah, he got, <laughs> got those young niggas. They thought they could hang. Oh, and he brought, oh, he said he was going to cook some steaks that day. He brought over two filet mignons to the house with potato salad and some grilled corn. That's real. And was like, oh, here y'all go for, you know, drink with me earlier, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, my nigga, I need some food. How did you know? That's what we call full service, everybody. Mm-hmm. That man deserves 25% tip, damn it. 100%. <laughs> he deserves a whole lot. I, I tried to bring him a bottle of tequila. He was like, no, I can't be doing this shit again. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah. That's dope. That's, yeah. that's dope. Gary sounds cool. Gary's cool as fuck. Shout out to him. But, it's uh, always good to have a dope neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he's a super cool dude. He, uh, he sold us some plants. I love plants. I'm trying to get green thumbs. He, his wife sold us some plants. He gave us a bunch of liquor. I'm talking like a lot of liquor, bro. Like my, my, my liquor shelf went from broke nigga status to full. <laughs> his shit was nice already. Don't let him cap, everybody. His shit was nice. <laughs> I, I, I went to this nigga's house. I was like, okay, I see you, nigga. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little something. You know, I like to entertain. You know, my guests got to stay entertained. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Have you ever had any like shitty neighbors or crazy neighbors or anything like that? Uh, nah, nah, nah. Honestly, I've never had anybody who was bad. I mean, you get the occasional people across the way. Like, I can hear them arguing and stuff, but they're not like my direct neighbor. But I do have like a couple who, I got this one dude like two or three houses down who has a drum set. Ah, uh, okay. He only plays around like noon to like three though. So, you know, mostly everybody got the house. So it, it ain't too bad. He's he's mindful it's, of it's it. It's midday. That's, yeah, that's fine. That's cool. And then these people that argue and scream at each other across the way too. But ain't nothing too bad. You got bad neighbors? I know you in an apartment though. So you can't really hear nobody out here. Here where I live right now, excellent. Cool. I'm pretty sure everything is pretty soundproof. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear door slamming, but I ain't complaining. Yeah. That's nigga. Yeah. Um, when I first moved to Coppolina, we had a dope spot. Lived next to this black couple. They were in the military, so they were cool. They ain't bother and shit. Had a built family across the street. They ain't bother. Me and my roommate, you know, smoking like crazy and shit like that. And then, um, you know how they got the um the little sheds? Mm-hmm. Me and my friend are doing a podcast in there, too. We used to do it like fucking one o'clock in the morning. So everybody was cool, though. We made a lot. Of, we made a decent amount of noise, for sure. Um, my roommate wanted to move closer to the, uh, the gym. So yeah. we were right across the street from her, pretty much. Across the street from us, we had this crazy guy always screaming at his kids every day. Like, damn. Like, you could just hear them just through the house, ah, do this, do that. Crazy cops are all the time. So we're like, that's ready. Like, fuck. Next door to us, we have a family. They're a family. Um, and, you know, she had the whole right to complain. But, you know, our, our weed smoke was in, in that area. So she'd fucking just scream and bitch. Totally understand. But it was just like, ah, oh, fuck. I would, this nigga moved us. I was like, nigga, what the fuck did we move for, nigga? We had a, such a good to spot, To be closer bro. to the gym. Like, we were good before. Nigga didn't even go to the gym, bro. Like, yeah. No, nigga didn't even go nigga, to the gym. I went close to the gym, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to walk over there. It ain't even that far. It realistically, you can walk there from anywhere in the community. Because you're going to work out anyways. We are five streets down, maybe. Yeah, that ain't even far. That's about where I live right now. That's about like two five minute walk, out. like yeah. Yeah. No, fall. literally, probably like a street up or two from where you're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I walk to the gym over there. I don't. I'll be driving. It, it, why, I'm gonna go sweat anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that shit. Yeah. And I, I hear, I see stories and read stories of crazy neighbors online. People like covering cameras, destroying cameras, putting up like crazy high fences just to like so you can't see nothing. Damn. Yep. Hey, be be a be a mindful neighbor. You ain't got to be perfect. Just be mindful. That shit sucks. Yeah, you know, be be mindful. Be aware of your surroundings. <laughs> yeah, so they blow your house up. Yep. So That's la- what I was saying. So last night, it's my homie's birthday. Okay. And uh, we take him out to dinner, have a great time. And then we head over to this uh, cool little bar in Pearl City called Whiskey Dicks. And uh, as we're over there, we're going up the stairs, me and my girl. And I'm walking up there. And my man was... Uh, I still got it on here. Nigga ain't take a shower yet. It wasn't crazy though. It wasn't crazy nasty up in there. We were chilling. Lady. Yeah. So I walked up in there. He was like, uh, "Can I see your ID? It's a five dollar cover." I was like, "Cool." Five dollars not bad at all. That's not bad at all. So I pulled up my ID, showed it to him, hand my man's a ten dollar bill, and I was like, "Cool." It's from me and my girl. He was like, he gave me back five dollars. She was like, "Oh, it's ladies' night. They, the girls don't gotta pay." And so you know me, I'm I'm a, I'm a funny nigga, right? So I was like, so what if I identify exactly. as I actually, female? I actually, uh... He, go, he looks at me, he starts laughing, he was like, 
you identify as female? I was like, I mean, what if I did? He was like, well, you sucking some dick tonight? And I was like, hell no. Nah. <laughs> you know I ain't. <laughs> That's real. That's real. <laughs> well, you know I'm not. I was just playing, but it, it was funny. It was funny. My dude had a good sense of humor. We laughed about it. That's good. That's good. That's a, good, yeah. that's a great response, though. Exactly. Like, great exactly. ass response. Yeah. So. Oh, you suck a dream tonight? No. No, I'm not sucking no dick tonight, <laughs> sir. But what if I was a girl that liked girls? Nah. I didn't say that. I don't want to get all into no, it. Yeah. But it was funny, though. It was funny. It was funny that's, for that's sure. a great banter for sure. I fuck with that. Oh, yeah. He was a cool dude. Shout out to him. Security guard over at Whiskey Dicks. Do they, uh, I've never even heard of the place. Do they, I'm, I'm assuming they have like an elaborate whiskey menu or it's just, that's just the name. That's just the name. They got like a dollar beers some nights, a couple dollars for a PBR, like really good beer deals. And they teach like line dancing. It's like a country club. They, they play country music. Where's it at? In Pearl City? Yeah. Uh, upstairs from Dixie Grove. Right when you come into Pearl City, you know they got the 49er Diner? Yeah. Right across the street from the 49er Diner is Dixie Grill. Upstairs is uh, the Whiskey Dicks. It's like on the, Dixie Grill's on like on the side of a building, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, okay, like, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a little, you know. Because they right next to that, they got the uh, the restaurant mechanic shop. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I ain't never seen it before, but I got a safety check there. I was like, oh, what's you guys? You guys restaurant and mechanic yeah, shop? Yeah, they got food and they fix <laughs> shit. Hey, this, this okay. That's a different concept. Full service <laughs> over here. Hey, bro. Full service. Okay. Ah. Whiskey dicks and line dancing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Local crowd or? Uh, mostly military, honestly. It's all the people who are trying to get out there and get some of their, a little bit of home. You know, we don't really have country music. Our country music is pretty much like local music. Yeah. That's our country music per se. So they, they just want to hear some, you know, some uh, some Eric Hunt, I think, you know. I don't know. All the country artists out there, they're trying to hear that. <laughs> Florida Georgia Line. Shout out to Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> yeah, Morgan Wallen, you know. <laughs> they, they're trying to do all that. Some, somebody, that. somebody. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty dope, though. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Who, who wanted to go there? Was it your chick or was it? Um, It was, so my boy whose birthday was, he actually didn't come with us there we went we took him out to dinner and he was like oh i already got plans after this i said i'm trying to go to you know one of my homies house or girl's house whatever i was like, oh okay you know, i'll drop you off over there because he had some drinks he wasn't driving so we dropped him off there and then we none of us were ready to turn in we don't want to go to town but we don't want to get you know we don't want to get fucked up so i'm gonna drink maybe dance a little bit whatever okay okay so let's go to whiskey dicks and they happened to be teaching line dancing that night so your boy was was getting jiggy with it you know getting a little jiggy with it out there he's a straight line nigga. one two perpendicular three step, nigga, you know all saying? that like, <laughs> doing all that we had a little yeah, it was fun it was fun that's, okay that's dope. okay so i mean that's a spirit of the moment event that's that's fire yeah can't be mad at it and it was very wholesome nobody was fucked up everybody was chilling like the whole crowd nobody was like falling over anyone you know that's it was dope, a real cool dope. chill wholesome crowd so we love that that's cool that's cool good vibes good vibes mm-hmm. you know that's some food and bullshit everybody weird but let's get into some topicos my friend yeah yeah for sure i mean where should we start let's start here let's start here so this morning woke up Brush my teeth, wash my face, use the bathroom, usually sit on the toilet, kind of just scroll through Twitter, 100%. hawaiinews.com, whatever, just kind of figure out, what, see what's going on in the world or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hopped into this Twitter space, seeing that Jay-Z was talking. I, not even promise you, I can't really remember the conversation, mm-hmm. but he was really talking about making money, kind of capitalism, fighting against the system and shit like that. Um, reading in the comments, he had a, a lot of negative comments, people bashing him, just saying he's not really doing enough for community. Seen somebody put, I live in Marcy Projects where Jay Z's from. Yeah. He should be able to pay. He should pay everybody's rent in the whole building and shit like that. And then I just, you know, a lot of negative comments. Reading, reading, kind of got me to thinking. Does Jay Z owe us something, or do these celebrities, so to say, owe us something because we purchase their product or we support them, so to say? Um, I don't. They don't owe us anything, honestly. Because when you think about it, you know, they worked hard for what they got. 100% and yes we support them but we, we all got a choice like you don't have to buy his albums you don't have to stream his music you do it because you like it and he was good at something and he's providing that skill or service to us as the consumer um, so I mean I feel like on the surface level you definitely want to say like that that nigga owes everything you know we support him we built him blah 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 but he, he worked hard for it you know I, I think maybe he should be doing I don't know all his charity work. I don't know the charity work he does or whatever. I do feel like if you're extremely blessed with that much money and if your kids are set and everybody you yeah. got to take care of is set, there's nothing wrong with doing a little more charity work, I feel like. But again, you are not, uh, no one is responsible for that. You know what I'm saying? We, gotta, we are responsible for taking care of ourselves. End of the day. That's very true. 
I mean, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Whatever kind of charity work that he does, I'm assuming it's probably unknown, so to say. Um, Jay-Z's not a person that I don't think that wants his name out there. Like, oh, he donated X amount of dollars, this, this, and that, mm -hmm. pretty much. But then, I, I mean, I try to put it in perspective, like, what are you doing to help the cause then, so to say? Exactly. And then even like you said, it's not Jay-Z's responsibility to pay your rent. If you're struggling, I mean, I'm sorry for the hard times. Everybody has fucking fucked up circumstances, but you just can't blame, I guess, billionaires or rich people just because they're making, you know, a shit ton of money and shit like that. Exactly. That's their route, their path that they took to get there. I mean, he easily could have failed and been a broke-ass motherfucker. Yeah. Easily. But he didn't. But he could have. You know what I'm saying? He, uh, in like, in, from his side, right, I feel like he probably thinks, like, you know, he worked hard for what he got and he made it, so he don't necessarily owe us shit. <clears throat> There's nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that at all. I mean, of course, if I, I'm, I'm going to just assume for yourself, if we vote for our billionaires, we're going to help the community that we came up with yeah. or our people just in general. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, don't assume that I'm going to just, I made a billion dollars, don't think I'm going to give $999 million back. Exactly. Just so everybody else could be good. Because I don't want to give, I don't want to donate money. It's like, it's like giving money to a homeless person. It's like, is he going to buy food with it? Or is he going to buy alcohol with it? Or is he going to buy drugs with it or whatever? So yeah. Like, I know... Uh... Like Lil Wayne, didn't he was from uh, New Orleans, right? Where Hurricane yeah, Katrina hit, he was building up like uh, houses and stuff over yeah. there for a while. I mean, I feel like that kind of work is cool because you're you're helping out the the whole like community. You know, you're building the houses or whatever, so you're not just giving it back to like just like a person or the people. Like, hey, we're gonna be building the houses so people have places to stay when they can afford to. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I feel like that that's a cool approach, you know. But Jay Z is a billionaire, so. I can I can understand why people feel like he should be doing more, but it's uh it's his choice. Yeah, I mean, who's to say what is more though? At the same time, it's like he I guess he could pull out the receipts and be like, "Is this dollar amount good enough for you, or what?" True. How do I appease the people? Yep. What is enough? Exactly. It's like fuck. And I'd be like, damn, nigga, I'm Jay-Z. Why you got to look at me for a nigga? There's a, a whole government that, you know, that's be... failing you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just a celebrity out here. You could literally take away my status and everything, and I got this money, but I'm not the one failing you. You could, there are billionaires we don't know exist, and they ain't doing shit because they're not in the limelight. Exactly, exactly. I just happen to be in the occupation that that happens to people know who I am. So, yeah. Shout out, shout out to him, though. I don't think it's his fault. For any of our struggles, obviously, you know what I'm saying. So, you know, hey, if you out there saying that kind of stuff to celebrities, bro, just maybe reassess your life, look around, what's making you struggle, and fix some things. Yeah, well, we have a weird obsession with celebrities. I mean, I'm assuming worldwide, you know, positive, negative effects, so to say. Do you do you do you did you idolize anybody, any celebrities, or anybody growing up, so to say? Anybody? Uh. When I was growing up, my dad tried to have a really uh, like a hold over the music that I listened to, and then I discovered LimeWire, and that was over. Okay, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> but uh, I, no, I, I, my favorite rappers like growing up were was like Eminem, Lil Wayne, and I, I wasn't like idolizing them because only thing I really bit off of Wayne was like the style per se. But that was it. I wasn't trying to idolize anybody. I just like the music, I've been. Real, I, I feel like I've been good at that. Like I never was like obsessed with any artist. What did your your dad try to put you on, or? Um, he so we. I grew up Christian, and so he would. I don't know if you ever heard of like Lecrae or Trip Lee. These like Christian rappers who were really good. Oh, I thought Lecrae was more new. I mean, I, I've heard of him because I've seen him like his breakfast. I've been around since like two thousand nine, two thousand eight. Okay. He's been doing it for a long time. I remember he had this uh this track. It's called Re Rebel. Like, literally, like, I remember it. Like, I can vividly hear it in my head right now. <laughs> and it was cool, but my dad, my dad wanted me to idolize that. But I was just like, like I, I don't get it. Be oh, and Linkin Park. I was a big Linkin Park fan. Linkin Park is dope. Yeah. But I was just like, I, I, I'm not going to idolize. Like, these guys, just because they're rapping about God doesn't mean that they're perfect. These dudes, And then it ended up coming out later that he was, like, cheating on his wife and all kind of stuff. And I was like, you, you trying to idolize that? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, he's human. He's human, yeah, dog. exactly. You know, so human I, I just, I like the artist. I wasn't trying to, I never put anybody on the pedestal, per se. Okay. I was just liking did, the music. Did you grow up in more of a conservative household? 100%. 100%. Yeah. 
100%. Or my dad at least thought we did, but not me. I was out there. I was out there thugging. I was hood ratting. Well, you, 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 you were a teenager, so, you know, we don't, they don't align with the most of the time. Before, nowadays, nowadays they align with kind of fucking political party, but before that, we were just kids. Yeah, because we didn't have access to all that stuff. Who gives a fuck who's the president? Like, uh, exactly. I don't care. I, don't, I, don't. I remember when uh, Obama got elected, and my aunt was just like, this is an amazing part of history. And, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, he, he just, he just the president, bro. Like, oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't really get it. I'll say when Obama got elected, uh, I went to school the next day, and black because you know you know the you know the, uh, the fucking the lawn signs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, mad black people had those shits holding it up, cheering and around. I can't lie, mad white people were mad. I will yeah, not lie. At my school, there was like a bunch of disheartened like, this shit's over with. Like, damn nigga, slavery ain't like <laughs> the white slavery ain't coming. Don't worry, bro. Like. <laughs> We good. We guys still got this in the bag, but yeah, y'all still y'all still out here. <laughs> that ass this girl I bust out was just like, don't talk to me, Jamal. I was like, bitch, like the fuck, like yo, I'm not a bubble. Like, I can't even vote. Like, yo. Yeah, like, I ain't even old enough. I didn't pick this nigga. Yeah, I would have, but still, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel that. It's funny. And then four years later, when he was uh, running again, my aunt was like the exact opposite. Just like, we need a different president. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, I thought we was in a, a great place in history. Okay. Yeah, you know, no, no. So it just shows, you know. We, we didn't pick him just because he was black. Originally, we might have, but he wasn't real. Oh, black I mean, that definitely, definitely helped it. Oh, 100%. But originally, I mean, I, I'm yeah. for it, though. I'm for it, though. Yeah, we like, we like, you know, we like to see some brown people exceed out there. Just that image alone, my dad said it good. So I'm going to say maybe my grandmother might have passed, but he was like, dang, if your grandmother just seen this, just, you know, just a crazy image just to see yeah. a black man in the office. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It w- I mean, and it was. It was. When yeah, it definitely. happened, it was definitely a great part of history. But it, for us as a nation, not just black folks, you know. Hell yeah. But we'll take that victory too. <laughs> <laughs> take these doves. Whatever we can get, we'll take, my friend. <laughs> As someone who doesn't necessarily want children, how do you feel about, uh, I guess, what's the word, reprimanding children? Mm-hmm. Or punishing children? Like, do would you agree in... Like physical violence, so to say. Not like violence, but, you know, hitting a child. Well, uh, my dad beat my ass. And it took one real good ass whooping for me. He didn't, not, he didn't, like, abuse me or anything. But it took one real good ass whooping for me to just learn my lesson. Same. And I do know that there are some hard-headed ass kids out there who you could just beat them and they just, they ain't going to, they're like, and what? <laughs> like, well, I can block that. And what? Uh, so I think it does work for some kids. But everybody, every kid's different. You know what I'm saying? Every kid's different. Um I think uh, it's a useful tool to re reinstill that the parent is the parent and the child is the child. Um, I don't agree with it like in public. I think that it should be something done in private. You know, like hey, like you with the kids at home, not in front of everybody. Yeah, bring them in the bathroom or something. Yeah, something. So it, I, I I always agreed with it because sometimes sometimes in the words of my girlfriend, you just need to get your ass beat. Truthfully, and and every it, and some kids learn, some kids don't, and then you change your tactics. My dad, he was a big fan of uh, just making my making me work hard as hell. He was like, "All right, fine. Like, I don't need to beat you." You're like, "But you finna do a whole <laughs> lot of work." So all these goddamn leaves, yep, yeah. one by one. Yep. <laughs> you ain't got no rake. You going out there with your bare hands and a bag. You are gonna pick up every single leaf. And sometimes that sometimes kids learn from that too. You know that so. that, that shit can kill you. Like, damn. All this damn hard work. Mm-hmm. Did your family members hit you too? Like, say you're at your grandma's house acting nah. up. Nah, I, I'm well. My my grandma, I think she regretted beating her kids the way she did. Okay. So she okay. was very much a like, um, don't touch my grandson kind of thing. But uh, she definitely would have beat my ass if I deserved it. Hundred percent. Okay. 100%. Okay. She For definitely sure. would have smacked shit at me if I needed it. And then my last question, I'll, I'll kind of lead it all together, bring it all together, but um. If you had kids, how would you feel about, like, your teacher, like, their teacher giving them a paddle, essentially? If, if a teacher hit my kid, I'm going to beat the teacher's ass more than likely. <laughs> I'm going to show up to the school. And, and, I mean, honestly, probably in anger, I'd probably show up and just be, like, pissed off. But, you know, we're going after it, like, legally, honestly. Like, and, uh, and, and if that was, uh, like, a legal thing, like, I know in Catholic schools before they used to do that and shit. Yeah. Um, then I'm just not sending my kid there because I don't think anybody should choose how to reprimand my child 
besides myself. Like, if they do something wrong in school, there should be consequences like going to detention, get extra homework, whatever. That kind of thing I agree with. You know, scraping the gum off the tables. I had to do that. Yeah, all that, times. All, all that kind of All that stuff shit. is cool because it's it's teaching them hard work and that you can't get away with everything. So I like that. But uh, you can't physically hit my kid. So, I mean, schools in Missouri are voting to bring back paddling. You know, old school. I'm assuming. I think this has got to be like 1940s, 1950s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like public humiliation kind of stuff, right? Pretty there. much, like put your pants down, big ass, you know, fucking pizza paddle that we got at work, pop, pop kind of shit. I mean, everything you said, I completely agree with you. I would n- never let a, a teacher physically harm my child, even if that was in the school policy. We're moving out of the district, or yeah, I'm, I'm driving every day to no school. Whatever we got to do to mm-hmm. get him out of there and shit like that. I mean, I think it's just a a weird kind of old school practice that they're trying to bring back. I think it's going to set back their community decades, so to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, one, I didn't read the full article, but I'm assuming pants down. If it's old school status, pants down, you know, balls out, just fucking smacking and shit. And it was done in front of everybody back in the day. Yep. They maybe will do it different now. How, what is the rules about it? Like a male teacher fucking paddling like a female student and shit like that. Or vice versa. Yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%. It's kind of crazy that I guess the people in that community think that's something that their children need. Do you think that's a, a lack of parental intuition and them, or like maybe not knowing how to handle their own kids? So they're saying, oh, yeah, all these kids are unruly, fuck it. Teachers can do it too now, or? I feel like any parent in their right mind isn't going to let someone else hit their child. That's not like a relative, you know, like your grandma. Or yeah. Even I feel like an aunt is still a little kind of like, eh, because you can have real different beliefs from even your parents too. It all depends. Beliefs, yeah. I would say how the close the aunt is. Exactly. So, ah, uh, yeah. Mm-mm. It, I think it's going to set them back far because now they're going to have like this generation of kids. Like they have our generation who are having kids who are sending their kids to the schools and now the, the teachers might have that power over them. Like, I feel like our generation is probably one of the last to maybe go through the whole like whooping kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And they might be afraid to do it themselves. So maybe they're just like, yeah, we'll let them do it in school. Because I feel like we probably got some lazy parents out here, bro. These kids sometimes these days are just acting up. Yeah, but you're a parent. Like, you got to you gotta, yeah, you gotta step up. You chose to have that kid, bro. You got to make that child a functioning member of society. That's how you want them to leave the home. You're only going to make it worse for your home just because the kid's going to be bad. You're only going to make it worse for them in the future. And then even more so if you're on your deathbed or fucking need help, you're going to have your child to help you. So does it think about it? Like they're probably going to be less respectful and like behaving at home. If they're only afraid of getting the weapons at school, Mm -hmm. like, you know, they're going to come home and be like, well, I ain't got to worry about shit here. You can't do much worse to me. Yeah. So (laughs) you want to beat that ass at home. So they got to, they acting right at home. And hopefully that translates to acting right. In school and in public. Because yeah. I feel like if it's done at school, they just count down them hours. Like, oh, okay. Time to go home. I can act a fool. Exactly. Well, just moral of the story, discipline your own kids. Don't expect or rely on other people to... To do it for you. Exactly. For sure. Be, be a good parent, y'all. Be a good parent. And I don't have no kids, so I can't tell you how to parent. But just, Same. Same. Just do, do your best. I feel like there is a... No parent's perfect. So everybody can do better and just always try to do your best and do better. And that's all we can really ask for. But don't let these teachers spank your kids, bro. Yeah, I mean, I've had some OD teachers, nigga, like, throw books mad hard against the classroom, like, across the classroom, just, you know, just to make a point and shit. But, like, yep. damn, nigga, like, yo, this nigga got a paddle. Hey, right, bro. Yep. Come here, nigga. What you mean? No. <laughs> I had a, uh, we had this program called A+. When I was in elementary school, it was, like, the after school, kind of, you go there if your your parents had to work late. You would go okay. there and they would watch you until, like, 6 p.m. or whatever. And I had this one dude, his name was uh, Mr. Mori. And Mr. Mori, I feel like he was like a drill sergeant or something before he became a A-plus uh, <laughs> caretaker or instructor or whatever you want to call him. Man, we just trying to enjoy school spinners, Yeah, I was trying to play dodgeball. <laughs> exactly. He came up in there, he was like, stood on! I was like, yo! School spinners, bro. I'm just trying to enjoy my last two yo, hours. I was avoiding. <laughs> I was trying to be your dad, let me come early. I don't want to beat her on Tuesdays and Wednesdays when Mr. Mori's there, bro. But he, he was a nice dude, and I think he meant well, and I felt like all he knew how to do was that side of the discipline was, like, yell, because everybody behaved. 
it was quiet up. You could hear a pin drop in there. Everybody was doing their homework when they needed to. You checking your homework out, and then you was going to play games outside, and you were cool. He okay. was a big ass dude too, so everybody felt safe. It's just that he was crazy. <laughs> he was scary as hell, but it worked. It worked. Did you have any crazy or like oddball teachers? I had this one lady. I won't. I won't shout her out because this is kind of foul what she did. <laughs> but uh, shout out to her, my fourth grade teacher. Uh, we were tasked with writing a haiku poems, and I was in fourth grade, bro. I wanted to play basketball, and I was good at math. I didn't care about poetry. I really didn't. Exactly. And in case y'all don't know, a haiku poem, I think it's a five, seven, five syllables. So the first line is five syllables. Second line is seven syllables. Third line is five syllables. I was making all that shit. Yeah. And so we had to write haikus. And um, we wrote our haikus, went to school, and she, we turned them in. She was reading them. And she stands in front of the class. She's just like, she stood up there. She was like, um, I'm going to you know, talk to you guys about your haikus. We're like, oh, yeah, cool. Y'all poems, whatever. She pulled the trash can out. Oh. She read one. Crumpled it up. Threw it in the trash can. She read a couple more. Crumpled them up through the trash can. Read this one girl's. Her name was Maria. And she was like, oh, Maria's poem. Read it. Da, 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 da. Very good. Put her on the desk. Read some more. Threw them in the trash can. Read another girl's poem. Very good. Do the other ones in the trash can. That hurt, bro. I was like, yo, I worked hard on that. Like, I don't even know what a syllable is, exactly. bro. I was out here counting on my fingers. To get them yeah, I was yeah. counting on my fingers. So I tried my best. And that's all I was ever told to do was try my best. So I went home and I told my dad. I was like, he was out of school. And I was like, I was, I was, all right. I was like, man, my, my teacher hurt my feelings. He was like, what happened? I was like, well, she stood in front of the classroom and she was reading everybody's poems. And I was telling the truth. I ain't nothing to hide. She was reading everybody's poems and then. Some poems she put on the table said they were good. Another one she threw in the trash can. My dad was like, well, what'd she do with yours? And I was like, she threw it in the trash can. He was like, well, did you do your homework at home? I was like, yeah, I did it at home. I was like, check me out at, you know, check me out at A+, plus, whatever. Like, I did my homework, bro. Like, I did my best. Let's try my best, bro. <laughs> and so my dad went to school the next day and walked right up to Miss... Oh, I almost said her name. <laughs> he walked right up to the teacher. And he, uh, they had a real... Comp- like, I, this conversation was heated. And lo and behold, she came up to me. She was like, oh, I heard that... You didn't like the way the class went the other day, and da 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 da. And then my dad, like my dad, he was like, he told me he was like, she said that she didn't, you know, do what you said. He was like, but I've got no reason to believe that you would lie about that. And my dad believed me, and he was just like, if she ever that's does so- something like this again, you tell me we're going to the principal and we're gonna get to the bottom of it because that's not okay. And I was like, hey, but she was crazy, bro. Like, how are you gonna throw away these kids' poems? Like, you could literally kill somebody's hopes and dreams right there. I could have been the greatest poet alive. <laughs> I wrote that about my dead grandmother. <laughs> Yo, How could like, you? Come on now. Yeah, it was crazy. It was Nana. crazy. Yeah, do, we do not shout her out. We're not shouting out my fourth grade teacher, bro. You have any crazy ones? I had uh, one teacher, uh, super chill dude. <coughs> I had him for two years in a row. Science, and I think like a, whatever the next science is after that science I had, it was 11th grade and 12th grade. Uh, 11th grade year. He was super chill, ready a cool-ass class, you know, cracking jokes and shit like that. 12th grade year, I was like, oh, nigga, I got you again? This time, I sat, like, right next to his desk, pretty much, because, you know, you know the science got the, the black fucking science lab table that, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that go around? The, the little sinks and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. so okay. I sat there, like, to the one behind his desk. Well, I, didn't do, I didn't do no work, nigga. I was chilling. <laughs> My homeboy, Gapreet, sat next to me. We didn't do no work, bro. Illest class ever, chillest dude, super nice to everybody. A uh, couple years later, of course, he finds out he's, he's fucking some of the students and shit like that. After after, after they graduated, though. Yo! But not like, you know, the nigga probably planted the seeds, you know. I, I, he was cool as fuck, but I don't yeah. know. It just came out that, oh, damn, he smashed her. Damn! Nigga, I wanted to smash her. <laughs> nigga, like, damn, like, Yo, why do you take some notes? Nigga, <laughs> damn, like, oh, shit. So he, he was cool as fuck, you know. I'm not sure if he was living foul or not, but shout out to him. <laughs> Everybody who went to Westport already know who that is. And then I had another dude. Um, I need to Oh, you know where? No worries. I'll pause the shit. Yeah, right, cool. Quick intermission, everybody. Intermission. Cool. Quick restroom break. <clears throat> oh, um, check out the uh, so tired video. Lil Surf, myself, coming out same day of the podcast. Songs dropping on SoundCloud. It'll be on all streaming platforms probably the following week, and then after that, um, we're dropping Purple Lemonade, full length project from Lil Surf. Another good one. 
Um, probably gonna have a couple of music videos with that too. After that, um, I may be dropping some music. I'm still unsure if I want to kind of continue, not continue rapping. I have fun rapping and shit, but you know, I'm not sure if I'm gonna put out a project or anything like that. That's just dope. And then we got a bunch of just different kind of content for the podcast, just in general. Uh, we're gonna be doing gaming videos, shit like that. Uh, maybe little skits and stuff too. Sip and speak stuff. Quick church announcements for us. TJ back in is busy. We back. Yes, I'm back sir. Back in a better. Uh, what I was saying is, uh, I just had a teacher. He'd always carry on lotion in his jacket, like a, like a, but like a a, a large like a bottle full of Jergens. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was always a jer- the joke that he's you know masturbating and shit. But I think he that ass might have been like the crazy pervert ass nigga. Like oh, no, not not ashy nigga. Like perverted as fuck. Like oh, he was like he see it be like walking the bathroom quick. Yeah, like kind of like have the girl sit in the front and shit like that. That was pretty big. No, no, not a scandal in my school, but definitely something everybody was like the fuck. Damn, yo, that's weird, bro. Don't be weird if you. I teacher. went to school in Florida, so. <laughs> well, all the crazy shit happens over there in Florida. It's a little eccentric in Florida, you would say. A little bit. Back and wild out there. Hell yeah. So, what do you know about the housing crisis? I hear that term, that housing bubble, all the time. I'm starting to see it pop up now. Yeah. News, social media, and shit. Uh, to my knowledge, it's like. Obviously, it's a mixture of a bunch of different stuff, but I feel like there was like an influx of cash for a lot of the world, whether it was because we had a great bull market and all that stuff, and people were looking to buy homes. Our generation was hitting that age, and over COVID, home prices were lower, and then people started just buying, and it just makes the market go crazy. It was raising, 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 so now they're buying these extremely high-priced homes because, I mean, people are buying crazy prices right now. And they got these loans, and to my knowledge, what happens is people start to fail to be able to pay the loans, which causes like a, a collapse of like you know the banks being able to uh, pay out everybody kind of, and um, then people like they're in a foreclosure, the banks reopen the homes, and that's when all the rich people buy it. They get it yeah. at the extremely low prices because they're not they they're smart, you know what I'm saying? And Sharks in these waters. I, I'd be trying to tell my friends out here who are like, "Oh no, I'm thinking of buying a house." And I'm like, "This is not the time. Do not do it right now. Wait till it's lower." I know the market's hot and everybody's buying, but that's when you should be wary of buying. Do it when it's real low, the rates aren't as crazy, and then your house is going to go up exponentially in value way more because you bought it cheap. That's how it works in my knowledge. But when you're buying high and then you start to not be able to repay your loan when stuff goes into foreclosure, then you're in the shitter, obviously. I mean, I'm going to assume the mind state of somebody who's buying a house at a high price, they're just not looking at it as an investment. They're more looking at it just like, oh, this is going to be your house. We can have our family here. Yep. It's fine if we're paying it off mm-hmm. in 50, 60 years, which is fine. Completely fine, too. Me, myself, I mean, I'm not looking at anything, but I would be trying to take advantage of the market, of course. Yeah. Trying to buy. Of course. Super. I'm not, in, me and my girl want a house, but we're not in no rush to get a house at all. At mm-hmm. moment, so. I'm the same. I'm definitely going to be like a, I feel like because I don't want kids, I don't mind being like a long time renter. Uh, a lot less stress. You know, you hit up your landlord to fix anything or whatever. Facts. Um, and if I, you know, do happen to make it, then I'll be buying homes as an investment because I want to rent them out. And uh, I'll be chilling. I'm, I'm, I don't need a lot. I'm cool with living in a nice apartment or whatever, like still condo, rent out the homes if I got them, and just make some money off it, let it pay for itself. That's, that's how I see it. I, I don't really want to – I don't have anything to pass. Like, nobody really pass anything down. I don't, don't want any kids unless, like, my niece and all that. So, But I'm not really worried. You know, that's her parents' responsibility. You know, <laughs> can't worry about me yeah, paddling. Like, I, I'm gonna take care <laughs> if I can, but yeah, I, can't, I can't be the guy. <laughs> I, I definitely want the compound – my whole life, I was always fine being a renter. I was like, oh, yeah, I could just live in an apartment my whole life. It's cool. Like, yep. it's, it's easy and shit like that. But now, I mean, maybe that I'm just getting older. I just want, want the compound. Since I got to worry about shit. I mean, it sucks that you do got to fix shit or you got to call the fucking plumber. And yep, you got And you were responsible for They slap that. you on your head with that, that $400. Nigga, you were just here for 10 minutes. What you mean? Like, you yeah, know? it's crazy. I mean, it helps if you're, uh, shout out to last episode, if you're pretty handy. You yeah, fix yeah, your own facts, stuff. facts. You save a lot of money that way. You could definitely nowadays. It's, you're way more able mm-hmm. versus like back in back in the day, maybe like '90s and '80s. You asked out. You was just nigga. You got to call the mm-hmm. 
the person who's trained to do that shit or you most likely gonna fuck up your sink. Yep. <laughs> and then you gotta buy a new sink and you gotta pay somebody to install the new sink. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, if you could buy a house, would you be looking to buy a house here or would you be trying to... Because I mean, I think I, wanna, I was talking to... um. Stephanie, because mm-hmm. she does real estate on the side. Yeah, yeah. And she was saying, you know, you know, real estate where it's escrow and all this shit. She was just saying, you know, regardless, buying a house here is always a good investment regardless because yeah, it's the, always going to go up The price. land is limited. Yeah, it's always going to go up. But Or would you try to... Uh, I would buy a house here at, like, my investment home. I'd buy it, rent it out. Because okay. everybody want to come here. Saying all you got to do is make it... If you keep an eye on, like, the basic housing allowance of, like, the military... All you got to do is make it right around that price so military people are inclined to get up in there. That's smart. And then there's nigga right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we out here, bro. We thinking. Um, <laughs> and then that way you can, uh, you know, they'll, they'll be more inclined to rent, especially if it's a nice home. They all got families or whatever. And then you just find somebody here who will, you know, do the maintenance for you, pay them. So you're only paying them. Your rent's getting paid. Your mortgage is getting paid on the side. And then you're good. I would buy it as my investment home. And I'd like to live in it maybe down the line just because here you don't have to worry about you know, seasons or weather and all that. But I'd like to live a majority of my, like, uh, youth or golden years, like my, you know, thir- maybe 35, 40-ish to, like, 60. I'd like to live that on the mainland. Okay. At some point, okay. I would like to move back there and just kind of have that as a as a home for then and then come back here to retire, not worry about too much, be solid. I mean, I don't mind retiring, say, somewhere like Washington. Like, I don't mind the cold weather and shit. Like, even if I'm in my older age... Mm-hmm. As long as my like my house is you know warm and shit, like as long as I got the necessities yeah. and shit, like the pipes ain't freezing over and stuff like that, then I don't mind that shit. But I I totally get you. It's way easier life over here when there's just one season you have to kind of deal with versus mm-hmm. you ain't got to worry about your car windshield wiper fluid. You ain't got to worry about nothing. You got to worry about salt in your driveway. That's true. That's true. Or the extreme heat. Got to keep the AC on twenty four seven. Hurricane once every like five years, but that's about. And it's usually never some crazy shit. Yeah, tropical storm. Hardly ever be hitting here, so. Yeah, I'm trying to just trying to not have to worry about nothing, honestly. When it comes to where I want to like buy a house at or live at, when my when I'm less able to, you know, set things up, I guess when I'm yeah, older. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because like my, I, I view the prime years as like your 45 to like 65. To me, that's like your you're, you're actually supposed to be set. enjoying life. Like, yeah, that's when you're supposed to be like retiring. You got the money right. You got a couple houses. You know, your kids is grown. If you got kids, I feel like that's when you're like yeah. prime. Twenties, right you're figuring it out. 30s, you could still be figuring it out, yeah. or you could be like, okay, I can, I can I see the vision. Yep, yep. you got it. And, and that's some patience. Maybe all execution between 30 and 40, mm-hmm. and then 50s, and you're like, all right, I've executed. Yep. I've made the bag, so to say. Yep, and I'm, I've set the bag, and I will claim the bag in 10 years. Yes, yes, retire. Claim that joint, you good. That's how I see it. Mm-hmm. I mean, back in the day, you see it's 30 is the end of the world, like, ah, oh, shit, nigga. Mm-hmm. It's done after I'm that. I'm gonna work till I'm 60. I'm done after that, yep. bro. I'm 30 to go. Yeah, but no, no. We, we just hitting the prime now, baby. Yeah, you realize it. Hitting my, my prime years to start working real hard now. You're like, oh, shit. So actually, I look the best, I mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> man age like fine wine. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they say. That's true. That's true. I've got more loves for the ladies in my, my late 20s to my 30s versus my early 20s. Yeah. Maybe because my mind is just more expanded, so. Yeah, true, true. They like a nice personality, a nice brain, you know. For sure, for sure. What is too much wokeness? I feel like it's a quote unquote like a know it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you too woke, like if everything has an explanation and you got a reason for everything or something to blame for everything, I feel like you too woke, bro. Just like it's not to say like what is this, the term? What is it saying? Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. I can't say just be ignorant about everything, but sometimes you can't just like know everything. Yeah, you can't know everything or try to prove everything or blame your government for everything. Like, just take things into your control and, you know, anything that you can take into your hands, take it in your hands and, and, and go off with it. Like, you don't have to. Because I, I mean, I talk to some people sometimes and I'm just like, you believe what? <laughs> huh? What is it? The Watergate or pizza something or just all kind of like weird. Some people definitely got some crazy beliefs. Theories out there, like, you don't, you don't got to be... And even if you do have them, just maybe keep it to yourself and don't act on it so heavily. Like, not everybody's out to get you or your government 
doesn't just want to keep you down all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like there are ways to succeed and be better. But like the generation after us, and then the one that's coming up right now, these niggas think they woke about everything. They think there's 800 genders. They think, uh, you know, there's a uh, 52.78 different uh, sexualities. And I'm not here to tell you that there's not any of those things. <laughs> I'm just here to tell you that uh, ain't none of it bothered me, so I'm not going to try and prove everything. <laughs> I'm just here to chill. Do you think the government's trying to push push that narrative, so to say? or The, the whole LGBTQIA, LMNOP, the whole, the whole joint? Um, just from, we'll say like TV shows, movies stuff you see on magazines just in social media in general social media i would definitely say is uh i also think music is not pushing that narrative but they're trying to attract that crowd because it's so huge um and even i was i forget who i was in the car with somebody or like a set of people and uh they were talking about how their kid, oh, it was my girl's family, and they were talking about how um, the schools are having, like, you know how they're supposed to teach you, like, biology, you know, what sex is, you know, male, female, da-da-da. They're teaching, like, what anal sex is for all the, like, you know, homosexual people, and they're teaching all this different <laughs> different stuff now. Like, I, but you, you, the school shouldn't have no power to teach my kid anything besides biology, which is... You know what I'm saying? Like sperm, egg cell, kids grow, whatever. Male, yeah. female, kind of. Because that's what. I don't think I learned major. sex acts when I, I know I took sex ed, but I don't think they taught any sex acts. It was more nah. just like, this is your. It's more just like a, a picture of like a penis and then yeah. like the X ray version, like this, this, and that. Exactly. Like it wasn't. It, it was just biology. It was nature. Like this is how cats, dogs, all animals make babies like this the same way. You know what I mean? There's like a sperm cell, egg cell, whatever, boom, it grows. But they're just out here trying to teach all the different sexualities, type of sex, or whatever you identify when you're 10 years old or 11 years old that you know it all. I see it like in RPGs. I mean, you have your main class, male or female, and then you can, you know, you can do a little subclass. You can, you can specialize. Exactly. You can <laughs> you afterwards put a couple talent points over here. Yeah, I just... And be like that. I mean... The whole... When that whole gender spectrum thing came out over, like, COVID, I feel like that's when it got really huge. Because um, even Bill and I did a special on it. Really? I believe he did, yeah. And I... I was like, look, bro. When the doctor pulls you out of the womb, they either say it's a boy or a girl, and... There ain't no different genders for all the other mammals and reptiles out there. Like, they only have male ones, female ones, and occasionally hermaphrodites, which can be either one. Yeah. But, I don't know. I feel like the government itself, I feel like they are maybe pushing it a little bit and stuff like schools. But I feel like it's definitely more um, people in power, uh, like celebrities or social social media kind of thing are pushing it a lot like old girl and uh you watch uh, umbrella academy no i know i know of the show i've never seen it before netflix right yeah they got this one character she um was it's this the one chick right yeah gretel or something like that she she was i don't even remember the name anymore because this the last season was it i found it disappointing because i feel like they focused way too much on that and not the story itself like that's a, a cool part of the story don't get me wrong like this person this character trying to find their their so-called place in the world, whether they're male or female because of their sexuality that they were experiencing in the previous season. But they, they put so much focus on how she went from one, the girl name to now she's known as the boy name and she cut her hair off and she's dressing different and the voice is a little deeper. And I, I am all for that as far as like your personal life goes or whatever, but I think the show didn't have to focus so much on it. So like in that regard, like celebrities and stuff, I feel like they're pushing that narrative a lot. Why does everything just have to be in the forefront? I guess you can say you can do your thing and be how you want to be, mm-hmm. but everything doesn't need to be in the forefront. Doesn't yeah. have to be. Doesn't have to be about that. I feel like that's almost clout chasing. Yeah, essentially. When you make your whole, when your whole persona or character is about that in life, like you know, like anyone, uh, like and I'm not bashing anybody here, but like I seen uh, even 
Sam Smith, like when he came out as gay, it was cool. I, I, ain't nobody really care because the man can sing. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Music is fire. But then he do it. He's like all his videos now are about the Vogue and the the um, what is it? The uh, like drag kind of thing. And he has this. I remember he posted this shirt that said, "I can't even think straight." <laughs> Clever shirt. That's dope. I was that's like, fire. okay, that's funny. That's, that's funny. Fire. I like that's, it. Like stuff. You know, occasionally, you know, that kind of thing. But when your whole everything is about that, I feel like at that point you're just trying to attract more of that crowd to get views and get, you know, followers and stuff. I don't know. We'd have to talk to somebody because, I mean, does it define your whole person? Because, I mean, like, I make music, but that doesn't define me mm -hmm. as a person at all, so to say, like. Yeah, my my sexual orientation doesn't define me. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm straight. Even that. Even I don't, straight, I don't, I don't that. let that define, like, every choice I make or everything I do. It's not at the forefront of, I'm not just running outside, you know, yelling I'm straight or every post I make isn't about that. I'm saying, but for some people, that's like their whole character, their whole persona, whoever they are. That's what they're. We're, we're gonna get a guest on when we have the guest shit ready. Yeah, and you know we we don't. That'll be fire. We're gonna get educated. I, I would, you know, because I feel like that is a huge thing. Like, I don't like having a hearty stance on anything before I'm well, like before I have a good amount of knowledge about it. So I try not to sound like biased or unbiased. You know, I just want to be. Kind of neutral. Per oh, se. I mean, my stance yeah. is let anybody be whoever they want to be. Exactly. That's it my don't really stance, matter. It don't really matter it, at all. It don't bother me because, and I guess it won't bother me or my family mm -hmm. because I'm still gonna raise my kids. I, I guess in my views, if my son was gay, I wouldn't, of course, agree with it at first. Eventually, you know, it's my son, so it's something yep. that just you just live with, and you, you know. Exactly. It's not I'm a problem not, after a while. It's just... If I had kids, I would teach them all to just, you know, I don't care whatever, you know, sexual orientation you want to be, you will, all of you will be out here practicing safe sex. Yeah, just be <laughs> And you. you will all be, you know, you know, protecting yourselves and not being harmful to anybody or whatever. And then that's it. Anything you choose outside of that is, that's on y'all. As long as you're being you and, you know, this is not like, you know, you're not being influenced or anything or... Yeah. It's cool. Because, hey, you know, everybody, everybody will make their own choices. But it's not affecting me. I'm not hurting you. It's not hurting me. We cool. Be cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just really trying to, you know, smoke and just play a couple games and shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, just playing, I'm trying to I play the really game. I ain't trying to do too much. Like, <laughs> talk on the pod, make some people laugh. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not like here trying to act all. We over here just chilling and shit. <laughs> I, I will not be the dude arguing with you on a news interview about whose uh, stance is better. I really yeah, don't yeah. care, bro. Just don't I, hurt nobody. People, I feel like they just want to be on teams mm -hmm. and they just forget that. We're all just humans. Like, make it like, we could solve. We could solve more problems. Everybody's like, yeah, we're all just humans. Like, yeah, yo, everybody cool. Fuck the sides, the teams, this, this, and mm -hmm. that. The melanin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> On the inside, we all the same. At the yep. end of the day, Nick. Bread, blood cells, and a skeleton. I need a liver. You need a liver. That liver work. And you a white man, Chinese man, mm -hmm. Jamaican man, Russian man. Like, that liver still work? Like, I need that liver. Like, <laughs> That's just dope. Um, is that all I have? We had uh, we had some other dope stuff that um that pretty much Surf brought up. Yep, we were gonna have a real throwback kind of episode today. Honestly, yeah, we, little, we, we little, was gonna have some fun. We was little, gonna keep it light. Little nineties, yeah. We did today. We got a little more heavier, but you yeah. know, we here for it. We were trying to keep it light, but we came in surfing here, so you know. We we have the. Uh, when you get two intellectuals together. <laughs> well, what it is right is it's funny because we we'll be doing anything randomly during the day, and I'm sure uh, Heights does the same thing where you you see someone on TV or you're scrolling and you're like, oh damn, I should write that down. Mm -hmm. And I spent you know this time kind of writing down stuff that Surf had brought up last week. Like, oh, let's talk about this. I was like, oh cool, I'm gonna go do some research. Yeah, I'm yeah. And I came in and I I didn't know he wasn't gonna be here unfortunately, so. But shout out to him. He's doing his thing. We love that. And we can do it next time. It yeah. ain't a big deal. We got a 90s theme episode coming out soon mm -hmm. and shit. Maybe we'll... Fuck. Seriously, oh, damn. If we had more cameras like we want to have... Like, we have footage. We've just been unsure how we want to put it out. But yep. we do have, like, footage of the podcast. But, like, if we had the more cameras, we could do, like, a little 90s theme. Like, dress yeah, up literally 90s. we could 90s. come in here with the... It would be so much fun. A little choreography cool. in this yeah. <laughs> Uh, we might hit the, you know, hit a little, little, little dance, you know, a little song, you know, what <laughs> saying, play, but... dog, little, little sip and speak dance. Yeah, but uh, it, it, we'll, we will get there. We will get there, honestly. Uh, especially when the bread starts rolling in a little more for everybody. Yeah, we for can sure, all, for you sure. know, start to afford to 
maybe host at different places or get better cameras yeah. and more microphones. The whole nine. A little neon sign. We got more cameras coming. We got guests coming. That's definitely... Yo, we got people dying to be guests. That's this. definitely within the few weeks, for sure. Mm-hmm. After that, we're definitely going to expand. Oh, join the Discord. I set the notifications up on my phone. So if you join the Discord, I'll know. Ask us questions and shit. For it, please send, hit us up on Instagram at Sip and Speak Podcast. Hit us up, you know, email <laughs> like at Sip or what, Sip and Speak Podcast or Gmail. Like, yeah, email us questions, whatever it be. Hit us out on anything, please. We would love some uh, listener interaction. We'll give y'all what y'all want, and you know that'll come with time. But but we all here for it. We ready for it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Shout out to Dylan too. I see you, bro. Oh yeah, shout out, yeah, 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 Dylan. You know, what I'm saying. We see you out there, bro. Yeah, we see you, bro. We see you. <laughs> we see you. It, it, is, it, is, a, it is coming soon. Don't we worry. We see you, bro. Yeah, we see you, dog. We see you, dog. <laughs> this is the Sip and Speak podcast. TJ, New Heights. We're here. Shampoo, nigga. You know what it is. Shampoo, nigga. <laughs> we love y'all. Big fuck.